0: Mike Conley will be our Christmas Day gift. That's a nice present from the PR staff for us.
1: 22 points.
0: And Mike Nine. was Mike was brilliant tonight and continues to have an incredible run of plus minus going his direction. He joins us now. Mike, how are you?
2: Good, how are you guys doing?
0: Let's get to the important stuff. How was Christmas with three kids this morning?
2: Oh, uh, it was busy. It was busy, but uh, we had a great Christmas, man. It was my first time playing on Christmas, so um, it was great to experience that and share that with them. Uh how do
0: you feel you guys kind of mustered through this
2: one tonight? Man, um, as you can tell, we came out a little flat, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, being at home, relaxed, whatever it is. But um, for us to just you know be resilient against a team that, you know, quite frankly, had nothing to lose when they went out there. They all played hard. They all played with passion. And um, and that's a, that's a tough matchup for anybody on any, any given night. So for us to just stick with it defensively and, uh, and, and do what we do, I'm just proud of the guys uh, you know, pulling out this win.
0: Like I, I guess I caused some problems because I said uh, in a media session that you've been positive for 14 straight games and everyone got worried when I said you were positive. But for 14 straight games, your plus-minus has been positive. How much are you playing the game, kind of with that in mind, like beyond your own numbers? Getting Rudy a lob, you bypassed a wide-open three today to get Joe a look. Right. Like how much of that stuff are you doing on a given night?
2: I um, will probably do too much of it, uh, honestly. I, I'm uh, I'm the guy out there just trying to make sure everybody's everybody's eating. And uh, you know, Joe was uh, <laughs> I thought Joe was open on that play. Um, I probably should have shot that one particularly but uh, other than that man I'm just trying to get guys involved and when the ball sticks I feel like I feel like I can be that guy to get get everything moving.
0: I mean, we comment on the radio all the time. We think you throw lobs to Rudy that aren't there, but you just know Rudy's got to get involved. Is that a fair comment?
2: Yeah, I told him I'm gonna turn it over two times a game trying to get him the ball. So uh, I don't want to hear him complaining to me or anything. So uh, <laughs> make sure I'm gonna keep keep the big fella happy, well, and and that's part of my job as a point guard.
1: Let, let me ask you one question. I know David, but what what is it with shorthanded teams? I think I I get this question from fans all the time about the Jazz and shorthanded teams.
2: Well, uh, you know, I think it's 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 a mental it's a mental state you got to be in uh, against these teams like that, because you come into the game already thinking like, hey, they got a couple people out, their main guys are out, you. We should be able to win this one. We should be able to win this one. And Then they come out and punch you in the mouth uh, like they did to us tonight, and it kind of wakes you up. And uh, and we gotta have a better uh, focus coming in, and uh, you know better preparation, better sense of urgency as far as who we're matching up against. Because uh, you know we'll lose games like this if we don't, if, if we didn't have so much talent. And uh, you know we can't we can't expect to get away with them like that.
0: Mike, it's always a pleasure to watch you play. Thanks very much for taking the time with us. Merry Christmas to you and your family.
2: All right, thank you all. Merry Christmas.
0: That's Mike Conley. Thank you to the Jazz PR staff for that interview. He is always a pleasure to hear from. And the Jazz win it 120 to 116. And I'll tell you what, it's probably not on the top of mind to most Jazz fans, but I do think it's part of the story. The NBA as a league was hit with a crisis about five days, seven days ago. Omicron was coming across the sea, hit the U.S., All the data showed what was about to happen. The NBA went from having, what, 15 cases to 100 cases, and they had their most important single day of the year coming with five games on Christmas. And not only did they get the games off, but they got five amazing games despite 137. Is that what you're telling me, Ron?
1: I think there was 137 NBA players that had tested positive. I mean, that that is,
0: and, you know, it's not on the forefront of Jazz fans' minds, but from the league's health and well-being... This is Adam Silver is sitting somewhere in New York City right now, sending texts out to his staff and his crew, saying like amazing work, thank you, incredible. Hopefully, because he's a good leader, but like this is a massively important night for the NBA, and they got through it, and the Jazz win as well, which is nice. But well, that was five great basketball. It's, it's games.
1: evident here because as I mentioned earlier, 24. It's 24 names on here on yeah, this right. roster. You know, right?
0: And, You're and not that, supposed that to. That includes
1: have... the ones on the on uh, that's in protocol there yeah. as well.
0: Uh, Tim Lacombe and Jake Scott joining us now. Merry Christmas,
1: guys. How are you?
3: Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, David and Ron.
1: Merry we're Christmas to you guys.
3: Doing huh? good. Doing good. Just um, I was wondering if we were going to get to New Year's before the game ended. Wow. But Wait,
4: did the whistle blow again? Anybody? <laughs> oh Anybody? Are there
3: any kind of review going on right now that you can see?
0: What was that?
3: Let's call it another timeout.
0: <laughs> that was a good crew, t- supposedly.
3: Well, I did say, and I tweeted this out, I, I don't think the crew, particularly Tony Brothers and the crew, had uh, the earliest flight out tomorrow. I think they have a mid-afternoon jaunt because uh, there were a lot of foul calls. First game this year in the NBA that
4: both teams shot over 33 foul shots.
1: 72 free throws taken tonight between two teams.
0: That's too many.
1: Yeah, far too many.
0: It's <laughs> what the well, league's trying to get rid of.
1: And we're
4: just about to hit the old three hour mark.
0: Yeah, the league wants these games. Well, you can't be two hours when you add commercial break time. Um, but, uh, you know, that's. So these games are going to be long anyway. So,
4: anyway. Anyway. Merry Christmas. Go yep. home, they
1: go
0: win
4: an ugly one. Go home, guys. <laughs> well, you guys can go home. We're going to be breaking this one down. Hey, Ron, I'll call you on my way. I got some things to discuss. You know what? Discuss. Call me,
1: will you please? Okay. I'll be glad to talk to you To you get home. All right. Sounds All good. Right. All right, guys. By the way,
0: I would. Um, I just want to say one thing. Like, I think this is a great representation. I don't think the Jazz were great tonight. But, like, the amount of talent in this league... We're seeing this kind of every night around the league right now where there's all these hardship players. Like, if you wonder if this league's ready for expansion, this proves it. Because there's just a bunch of guys that are getting an opportunity to play, and they're playing hard. Now, maybe if they're regular guys, they're not playing hard. So they're playing for their lives, and, and they in, in turn, they act like it. They play like it. And, you know, it, it just shows you how much talent's in this league. Like, Jalen Brunson, that was bona fide. They were throwing everything they could at him. He, he, he's made himself... Maybe $40 million in the last week.
1: Yeah, Second-round pick, right?
0: Yeah. Like, and he's a free agent, restricted free agent at the end of the year. I think he's a free agent. Like, you don't think someone in the league's mm-hmm. watching him going, okay, he can be – like, he's Malcolm Brogdon, right?
3: Yeah.
1: Right? And,
3: and it was Beasley the other night that went off. Right.
1: So, so, so I think what you're saying, David, that the amount of talent that's in the league, but there's a lot of talent that's not in the league there as well. Yeah. You know, that's, that, uh, that's getting an opportunity now that's –
0: And so, you know, I don't know if Marquis Chris has made himself a, but we'll see. You know, some of these other guys, I don't think, you know, maybe none of those guys are in themselves, but the the other tier, the Beasleys and the Brunsons, and those guys are proving they're capable. All right, have fun, you guys. guys. Thanks, guys.
4: Merry Christmas. 120 to 116 is your final Jazz win. We're breaking it down next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game My post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe, 120-116 to 116 is your final. Jazz beat the Mavericks on their Christmas night showdown. Coach Lacombe, this was not the prettiest game. I think uh, the Jazz were favored by 12, something like that going in. Mavs played hard, but uh, most important thing for the Jazz, they come away with a win.
3: They found a way to win, and uh, I agree. It was a. It was hard to get any kind of rhythm in that game, a lot of fouls. Uh, both sides, and I really do think there were a lot of fouls that probably could have just been passed on, you know. And it, and it was the kind of a weird crew, like David said. Uh, one member of the crew couldn't make it in, so there's an alternate, and that's the way it was kind of raft. But um, I think we've hit it on the head. Like the last couple games, this is the this is the product you're going to get. Um, and I think a part of it was what Mike Conley said in his walk off interview. That part of it's a mental human nature thing when you know they have nine guys out, you know, in your mind, how good can these guys be? Um, and then the part of it also that the, there's young guys trying to make a name for themselves and knock it out of the park. Yeah, right.
4: And and there's roles to be filled and they step in and, he, you know, Jalen Brunson was really good tonight. And uh You know, Beasley was really good the other night. They get the opportunity. You know, somebody's got to shoot the ball. Somebody's got to have the ball in their hand. Uh, Locke talked about it during the game. You know, when Luka is healthy for this Dallas team, he's got the ball the whole game, you know, and Jalen Brunson doesn't get near the opportunity. So... Of course, they're going to step up and play hard when when given the chance. And Donovan Mitchell tonight had 33, uh, he went to the line 11 times, he was 10 of 11. Uh, Bogdanovich with 25, including a big three in the fourth. Mike Conley with 22, seven
3: boards, five assists. Jordan Clarkson had 12 coming off the bench. And Jordan Clarkson was great tonight. Yeah, Jordan was great. I thought he brought a ton of energy, um, you know, on both sides of the ball. I thought he did a pretty good job. Defensively being in the right spot. But he uh, he definitely made some shots, and his yeah, just his energy from the beginning was really kind of a big part of the game for the Jazz.
4: Porzingis had 27. Jalen Brunson had 27, as we talked about. He had uh, six assists as well. Frank Kina had 17, uh, five rebounds. And let's see here. Uh, Brandon Knight, uh, the pride of Kentucky, had 10 points coming in off the bench. Uh, but between the two teams, Coach, they shot 72 free throws and
3: had, let's see here, 55 total fouls. Yeah, and, Yeah, they're, they're, and again, rhythm, right? Rhythm, the ability to get into kind of pace, but there just wasn't much of it. It was kind of start, stop, start, stop all night long. It felt that way, certainly.
4: All right, the Jazz do come away with a win, though, 120 to 116. They now move to 23-9 uh, and nine on the season. Uh, next up for the Utah Jazz, our next broadcast is coming your way uh, for our network stations out there on Monday and taking on the San Antonio Spurs on the road. That game will tip off at 6.30. We will, uh, at this point, say goodnight to our network stations. For those of you sticking around with us, we've got postgame sound and further analysis coming up on the Jazz Radio Network.
0: Three. Ow! The clock is at zero, and another Utah Jazz game is in the books. This is the Jazz Postgame Show. Ingles underhand scoop to Codley. Back out to Joe. Fires the three. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan skies and hammers. Now, with the recap of tonight's game, here's Jake Scott and Tim Lacole.
4: Jazz game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. It is brought to you, as always, by our friends and Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes, learn more, and share at MarkMillerSubaru.com. Jazz come away with a win tonight over the Dallas Mavericks 120 to 116. And uh, let's see here. Let's uh, You know what? They got to 111, Coach. Uh, that means uh, you get free Arby's this season when the Utah Jazz score 111 or more points in a game. Jazz app users score free Arby's classic roast beef sandwich the next day. Download the Utah Jazz app and turn on notifications. Visit utahjazz.com slash score big to learn more. It was not the manner that we thought they would get to that 111 points, Coach Lacombe, but they did nonetheless.
3: Yeah, I guess the free throws, you know, the, the number of times guys went, The line really helped tonight because the pace of the game wasn't uh, didn't feel like it could get there. Um, The 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 unfortunately, I think the fouls were kind of story of the night. And most important thing, they made enough, and we still are undefeated uh, on our on our call. That's right,
4: that's right. But yeah, the fouls certainly were the story. And, uh, you know, the Mavericks uh, came out. They, uh, as Mike Conley said, punched them in the mouth in the first quarter, uh, outscoring the Jazz 34 to 25. Second half was much more ugly, and the Jazz certainly did enough uh, to stay ahead of the game for the 121-16 win. All right, uh, let's get some postgame sound going. Let's go down to the media room and hear from Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder.
5: Quinn, what do you make of this one, given how many free throws there were and kind of how frantic it seemed to be uh, and, and kind of how close it was for the entire game, given that they were short-handed. Yeah, I,
6: I think Andy we can make too much of being shorthanded, you know, when when you have, I mean, obviously, you know, with all respect to to Luca and Hardaway and, and a lot of other guys obviously that, that weren't playing that are, you know, Luke and elite players and a lot of, you know, really, really good players. So, but having said that, you know, you, you get a guy like Jalen Brunson. Um you know, who can handle the ball and control the game at the point. Um, you know, Porzingis is a is a difficult matchup and particularly in a game like tonight where they are um shorthanded, you know, he's in some different situations. I, I thought the frantic part of it was just us fouling, you know, and I, I thought that really hurt us, uh, particularly in the first quarter, um, because it it slows the game down, you know, it allows them to change defenses and um, you know, we're not able to play it at a pace that we want. Um, but, you know, everybody you know, this team, you know, beat Minnesota. They're, you know, they're you know, you look at it throughout the league, I think it's been consistent when sometimes teams are short shorthanded or depleted. It used to happen to us in, in the D League all the time. Um, you know, there's guys that are just waiting, you know, for opportunities and they're playing without. Any fear, you know, Pence and Sitting big shots. Lokina well, played very well. You know, so um I, I thought to be honest with you, I thought, you know, I don't you know, roster, no roster, our roster, their I thought it was a really good win, particularly given Christmas Day. Um eight thirty game. You know, I thought our guys, you know, didn't get off to a great start, but I, I thought we really buckled down and it was a good win.
7: Quinn, in that first half and in the first quarter, while fouling definitely was an issue, what did you see, maybe on the defensive end, that um, kept you guys maybe from kind of breaking that lead, um, especially in, in that first quarter?
6: Yeah, you know, I, I thought early on we we played good defense on on Jalen Brunson, and it um, he made a couple tough shots over the top of us. Um, and then, as I said, and you mentioned, I thought, you know, poor when we came over, even with our bigs, you know, we went for shot fakes and put him on the line. So, um, they got a few things with those two guys. And I thought that settled them in. Um, and it gave the rest of their team, you know, confidence. And you know, when, when that happens and, you know, you follow that with the, the ball seems to go in. Um, so I, you know, again, you know, I don't I don't think I think I think we were ready to play. Um we weren't as sharp mentally. There was a couple transition defense situations where we got caught backpedaling. So a lot of little things like that 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 really really add up.
2: Q, uh, JC didn't have a great night shooting the game, but he contributes in other ways, eight rebounds, four assists. He had a couple nice uh, defensive plays, especially you know, midway and late through the fourth quarter. What can you say about just the ways that he's able to start kind of impacting the game now beyond just uh, his usual scoring?
6: You know, he's he's locked in, you know, and I think, you know, he has the ability when he's in the lane, you know, to to score, but also, you know, to draw people and make plays. And, you know, he's poised in there. You mentioned defensively there was one time, you know, it looked like they were going to, get a late bounce pass, you know, to a big, to a roller. And he cracked down from the, um, from the perimeter and got a hand on the ball. And um, again, you you mentioned it. I I thought, you know, his aggressiveness getting loose balls, you know, getting rebounds in a crowd. And, and, you know, there was a couple of times he could have had a few more assists. I thought he made a few passes that, you know, we could have converted and normally do, but um, I, I think, We've told him too, you know, we're not going to judge him on whether the ball goes in or not. You know, he's trying to take good shots and involving people and playing defense. And boy, that's, I'll take that any day of the week.
4: There you go. Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder, his post game comments.
3: Coach Lacombe, what'd you think? Uh, it, you know, interesting. I think he's, you know, there, there were definitely some great things. I thought, you know, he talked there at the end about Clarkson making plays for others. Uh, which I've seen more of. Um, he he did a good job of of being in the right place, like I said defensively a couple times, um, and and then you know I think there's I think there's a tendency in a situation like this to overreact to you know the Jazz are are you know getting taken to the wire by teams that probably shouldn't take them to the wire. Um, I, I think there's a whole lot of things at play, you know, and, and Mike Conley alluded to that at the end uh, in his talk and. Uh, but it's definitely something I think, you know, Quinn always is very positive about the things that need, you know, that that the guys do well. And I think there's uh, an emphasis always on, you know, things that they can improve on. And I think he looks at it daily. And instead of he's not looking down the road like everybody else. Jordan Clarkson tonight
4: uh, was great. 12 points, eight boards, four assists, plus 22. Joe Ingles tonight, plus four, uh, 24. And Rudy Gay, plus 19. Jazz, big difference off the
3: bench, yeah, and I like those guys because they, they played a bunch with Mike and Rudy, you know those three guys, and so that was that was a good thing to see, um, you know when they're out there with with those guys, there, there's some really good things that actually took place. All right, your
4: uh, final tonight, the Jazz beat the Mavericks one twenty to one sixteen. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Uh, the My Subaru is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique store to share. Read some, share your own at MySubaruIs.com. Coming up right around the corner, we'll get you some player sound and we'll continue to break this one down next on the Jazz Radio Network. Game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. It is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmiller subaru.com. Let's, uh, let's go with the points in the paint. Brought to you by CERTA Pro Painters. Call 1 800 Go serta or visit CERTAPRO.com. That's Serta with a C. Serta Pro Painters, proven and trusted experts in painting. Uh, looking at the points in the paint tonight. Coach Lacombe, let's see here. Jazz smashing
3: uh, Dallas in the paint tonight, 52-34. to 34. So an interesting number that you don't see every night in relation to that. The Jazz take 31% of their shots tonight from the short mid-range. Um, you know, you don't see, you see them more rim, um, but the Jazz, ha- you know, almost uh, season high in the top 10% of, of attempts in the short mid-range in a game. That's that's interesting. you think that had to do uh, game plan or how Dallas was playing them? We yeah, saw a lot of switchy stuff, a lot of kind of zone. Yeah, that zone, and, and the Jazz had some success in that second quarter driving it, you know, so you, you saw more of that. But kind of an interesting, just an interesting number you don't see all the time with the Jazz.
4: The Jazz getting a couple of dunks. Donovan had a, a really nice dunk tonight. Obviously, Jordan Clarkson had, uh, had a nice dunk. Donovan doing, uh, seeming like he got... A lot going downhill. He was only 1 of 7 from 3, 11 of 26 from the field, but he went to the line 11 times. Yeah, he,
3: he was playing downhill. That's a great observation. I think he, he found success in that little run, and there wasn't anybody that could stop you know the Jazz from penetrating. I think that zone stopped them just inherently. It stopped moving the ball. But when they figured out, you know, punching the gaps and everything, I think that's where... That's where it kind of broke for him.
4: Right. Meanwhile, uh, I thought the Mavericks obviously had a ton of success, not only with Jalen Brunson, but Chris Stapp's Porzingis. The Jazz were, were, had an interesting strategy where they were having either Bogdanovich on Porzingis or they were having Royce O'Neal. He'd either guard Porzingis or get switched onto Porzingis, and the idea was to have Rudy and Whiteside helping. I don't know if that was the most effective strategy.
3: Yeah, I mean, when, when the big could get there, I, I can see that, but there were a lot of times where they spaced him so he couldn't. And um, and it ended up being Porzingis kind of just shooting right over the top of Royce. So um, that's a situation that's tough for Royce. Uh, I, I like the concept, but I think they'll probably revisit that, um, you know, next time. Porzingis, 8 of
4: 18 uh, tonight, 11 of 13 from the line. He had 27 points.
3: And I thought he was pretty good. Yeah. I thought he played for him. I thought he played pretty
4: well, he needed aggressive. to have a nice night if they were going to be in this one. And yeah, they, were. And, they were. And Brunson was really good, yep. too. Yep. All right, let's go back down to the media room now and hear from Rudy Gobert.
8: Rudy, you guys um, are 22-9, and um, uh, getting get through Christmas. Uh, you're approaching January where you guys are going to see a lot of good teams. Where do you assess where you guys are at right now, and, and what are your thoughts on, on where you guys are at right now?
9: I think we obviously – 2029 is not bad when you look at it, but uh, when you look at the few games that we lost, we should have won, uh, you know, and just on a few little details or you know last second shots or games that we were, you know we didn't play the right way and then we let slip away. Um, you know, we could be could be 20 we could have 26 wins right now. So it's uh for me, I think it's just gotta yeah, keep getting better. You know, even tonight, uh, you know, they scored 116 points. Um, you know, uh, it's a good win, obviously, but it should, uh, yeah, it should, we shouldn't get used to that. We don't want to get used to giving up 116 points. And we got to, obviously, we've been, we've been better offensively. it uh, has been our best offensive year over the, since I've been here. But uh, we're going to keep our identity too, defensively and when we do that. We, we're going to score even more. So just, uh, just a lot of room to, to grow uh, and keep getting better.
7: Rudy, where do you think the issues were in the in the first half?
9: I think we started the game, um, they, were, they were very comfortable. You know, we, we let them, uh, we, did, we, we weren't physical. Uh, you know, we weren't pressuring the ball um i was a little too low also on the screen they just got a little comfortable and uh, and also we turned the ball over you know a few times and uh they were able to score in the transition our turnovers or offer like long missed shots so you know we we know that we need to we've had that in the last few games uh you know especially against teams that are missing the uh, key players usually we 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 need to yeah we need to lock him in more and 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 I think we need to start the game as if we, you know, we we're down 10 or down 15. And if we do that, I think we're going to set the tone. Uh, and we've done that, you know, but it's just got to be consistent regardless of who we play, who is injured. Uh, you know, if we want to be the, the team that we can be, I think we're we going to have that mindset every single night, uh, you know, and compete with ourselves, you know, no matter who. And you're not saying, Tribune. <laughs> Thank you.
5: Uh, there were a ton of fouls tonight, a ton of free throws, right? So I'm curious, how much of that do you think was refereeing? How much of that do you think was you guys not being in the right spots defensively? Kind of, what did you see out there that made the game as kind of frantic and as foul-heavy as it was?
9: I was a little bit of both, to be honest. But uh, I think uh, it, it's on us for the most part. You know, we we are a small defensive team, and and we can't put the team, we can't put somebody on the line 20, 21 times in a in, in half. You know, uh, you know, it's it's discipline. We gotta show our hands. Uh especially having me back there, you know, uh like uh, let us make guys we wanna make guys earn the points. You know, if they're gonna make contested shots, let them make contested shots, but we can't yeah, we gotta be better. Uh usually we we've been great doing that, but tonight we you know we we, we, we reach down a little too much and we we bear them out. You know, we bear them out. We instead of them taking tough shots, we we send them to the line and, and then they get this they get to set their defense too. We're not able to run. So it's, um, it's uh it's uh something that we we've been good and we're gonna be good at. You know, we, we have a little slippery slippery today, but we will be better. Rudy, where have you seen uh
2: JC really kind of start to have more impact on the team aside from just his
9: usual scoring. Uh Jesse's been amazing. He's been uh you know his growth as a as a player this year, you know, I think it's you know his maturity, the way he now is looking to to make the right plays, looking for his teammates. Uh you know, it has been uh has been great for us and our second unit now is like you know, I feel like it's because Jesse is doing that, you know, the balance offensively is is amazing and he's still shooting the ball, he's still very aggressive, he's still scoring, but him being able to, to find his teammates and punish the defense for, you know, for helping on him, uh, you know, takes us to another level. And uh it's credit to him, you know, he's been he's been working on it. You know, he's been watching a lot of films too, and uh and uh it, it takes our team to another level.
4: All right, excuse me, there you go, Uh, Rudy Gobert. Rudy, tonight, um, he had 10 points, 11 boards, a couple of block shots, and a couple of steals as well. And with those 11 rebounds, of course, Rudy is your master of the glass, as usual, brought to you by Light Auto Glass, the local vehicle glass expert here for another great year of basketball. Proud. To be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz, Safelite Auto Glass also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass Rebound Program. At the end of the regular season, Safelite will donate five dollars to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader, as usual. And, and coach, you were interested to hear what uh, what Rudy had to say in the postgame, but Rudy talked a lot about the defense. He he got right into it and talked about how specifically in the first half there was a lot of their issue.
3: Yeah, and he f- he used the word discipline. You know, the ability to go out there and execute a game plan but not, you know, not cave. And that's where the Jazz really struggled tonight. I I mean, you go back to that last play of the first half, and Rudy Gay leaves his feet and fouls a three, Um, you know, just kind of an uncharacteristic play. The odds would say, particularly with him, just get your hands up, contest the best you can, don't foul. Um, And I think there were numerous times, and that's probably the part that Rudy, you know, was talking about. And then, you know, I do believe there's some lulls in energy from time to time, and, You know, so that's you're never going to be a perfect team, but those are some of the you know that focus stuff we talk about. That that stuff Mike Conley was talking about
4: in the in the walk off interview that was that was really interesting. Yeah, Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Want to remind you about the Utah Jazz Most Valuable Educators program presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 21 MVEs. Each one will receive a visit from the Jazz Bear, a thousand dollar grant, a personalized jersey. And tickets to see a jazz game in a suite. Go to NBA.com slash jazz slash MVE to nominate your favorite educator right now. Jazz win. Uh, Christmas Night Showdown over the uh, Mavericks 120 to 116 postgame is brought to you by uh, Mark Miller Subaru in the My Subaru is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some, share your own at MySubaruIs.com. We'll get you more player sound coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. Post Game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Featuring the My Subaru is campaign, real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes, learn more, and share at markmillersubaru.com. Wow, can't wait to get to this feature, Coach. You ready? It's time for the Chick fil A Foul Shot Review of the Game. Download a whole new way to Chick fil A, earn rewards with the Chick fil A One app. So in this game, they set, uh, the Jazz and the Mavericks set a Christmas Day record with foul shots attempted. It's the most combined foul shots attempted in the NBA this season, and uh, by quite a bit, actually, too. Uh, I believe 64 was the record. Uh, And, in fact, we'll review those stats in a minute. Let's go down to the media room and hear from Jordan Clarkson.
6: Recording in
7: progress. All right, Jordan, um, um, be honest with me. Which would you rather have, uh, a steal that gets the crowd fired up or hitting the three in someone's
5: face?
10: Uh, I mean, the three is pretty lit. I've been shooting the ball like trash this year, but uh, right now I think the steal, while I'm playing hard, uh, just bringing that energy, I think that's been uh, a real big uh, thing for me. Um, this whole year, even though you know shots ain't falling like I want them to. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm just trying to find different uh facets of the game that I could affect the game and impact it. So, right now, probably you're still getting us in transition and, and getting a uh, lob to either Hassan or, or Rudy.
5: so you've talked about how like defense has been a big focus for you this year and, and you want it to be a big focus. And I'm curious kind of like what the day to day of that is like, is that you working on that at practice? Is that you watching more film than you used to? I mean, kind of what is at the actual difference in, in your defense this year versus years previous?
10: Uh, getting a little bit more sleep, uh, taking some naps. Um just focusing on that end. Um, you know, I, Sometimes I'm not always there uh, defensively, uh, sometimes uh, mentally, but uh, just coming in when I know it's time and we need it. And, uh, you know, I, I really got to lock in on that end and uh, make plays. You know, I, I feel like I'm uh, giving more effort on that end. So for me, it's just uh, just all mindset, uh, knowing that, you know, if I start on a defense end, offense is just going to come. So. Um, That's what I've just been trying to hold my hat on this year and uh, bring energy on that end.
8: Kind of piggybacking off of where Andy asked, are you are you guys a team that that you know is built to defend in the regular season, or are you guys a team that's more defend built to defend over the course of a a seven game
10: playoff series? Uh, (laughs) Well... oh. Shoot, we built to defend anything, uh, to be honest with you. I think we've been trying to figure all that out uh, this year, uh, just from the series and uh, experiences that we had last year in the playoffs. Um, I think we've been trying to make a bunch of, you know, changes and, um, you know, really focusing on that end and putting our hard hat on when it comes to that. So uh, when the playoffs come, I think, uh, you know, we'll be more prepared and ready for that. You know, we've been doing a lot of different things defensively, uh thinking a regular season. So uh we'll be ready. Right. Thank you, ready. Man, Chris
4: <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. There you go. That's uh Jordan Clarkson and Jordan was was really good tonight. And he hit some big shots, but only 4 of 13 from the field, 3 of 6 from 3 as one two-pointer was that dunk. Uh, but he has, So he had 12 points, which isn't the most dynamic scoring performance we've seen from Jordan, certainly. But he had 8
3: boards and 4 assists tonight. And those that's just huge for him, right? Because he brings so much to the table just on the offensive side. And he came in, hit a couple uh, shots early on. But it's that other stuff you mentioned. I mean, he eight rebounds for him tonight. Is Pretty good. Is just phenomenal. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. Back to the
4: media room we go. Let's hear from Donovan Mitchell.
7: But is it concerning, maybe, that you know against a team that's missing a lot of people? And I know, I know that you guys are going to say that you know you have to be ready to play against anyone, and it's the NBA. But to to be down that that much at the start of the game and to kind of have to fight through one.
11: No, I don't think it's disturbing. I think you know, first off, you know. I know, like you said, I was going to say, but I'm going to say anyway, like I know they missed missing Luka, but, you know, Jalen Brunson, you know, is a hell of a player. Um, Franklin King is a hell of a defender. Chris Stapps is Chris Stapps, you know, so they got guys, they got chemistry, they got flow. And they were they were executing really well. And they took, they capitalized on us not executing, you know. So the biggest thing is how you respond, you know. So it's it's one thing to sit here and say, man, it keeps happening. But how are we responding? You know, I think it's the biggest thing for us to pull out a win. You know, last year, I don't know if we, you know, pull this one out, you know, the way we did. You know, that's the sign of growth and continuing to grow as a team. And it's not always going to be pretty, man. It's not going to be, you know, sunshines and rainbows. You know, you would think, you know, with guys out, typically everybody's like, oh, you know, they're going to come out and we're going to come out and do what we do. But at the end of the day, those sometimes are the tougher, tougher games, to be honest, because you don't really know what's going to happen, you know, when Luke is out there, you kind of know where it's going and it it's happens, you know, like that. But you got to give credit where credit is due to them. They executed the game plan and, you know, But at the end of the day, we were able to do what we do and, and continue to fight and continue to plug away. And, you know, I think that's, that's what we're most focused on. How you guys
8: deal with some of the dynamic guys that you see? Like you, you saw, you know, Jalen Brunson, who's dynamic at the point of attack tonight. You're gonna see, you know, Dejounte and 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 Derek and Keldon uh, on Monday. You're gonna see Dame on Wednesday, and then you're gonna see Steph uh, next week. I mean, so you know, what do you what do you say to the fact that that allows you guys to to work on a lot of this stuff that you want to work on and and how do you deal with seeing all those guys consecutively?
11: Yeah, I think it. It's, I I can equate that to the road trip we just had before. Um, you know, when I told y'all, you know, it's a big road trip for us, just kind of see where we at. And this is the same thing, you know, kind of just seeing where we at as as a group. You know, you have, you know, tonight, you know, you got Jalen Brunson attacking in the mid range, you got Chris That's posting up this game plan there. You got tomorrow, you know, moving the ball, keeping our man in front, you know, against uh, the Spurs. Then you got Dame, who's the point of attack, uh the next day the next game. Then you come back, it's I think it's Minnesota again, you know, and then we got Steph. You know, so there's different game plans, but at the end of the day. You know, we got to go out there and execute it, and I think that's what we, you know, I think for us, just building game by game, you know, and understanding that, you know, this each game calls for different schemes, calls for different things, but the consistent things we got to defend and we got to lock in. And I think we, you know, we ended up doing that throughout the course of the game. It's like I said, it's not going to be pretty, it's going to be rough, but you know, continuing to do that against you know this upcoming trip, and then when we come back um and staying locked in, it's not going to be easy, but you know, I'm, I think we're looking forward to it.
5: Donovan, I think when you sat down, you uh, looked at the box score and said, "Yikes!" <laughs> I'm curious what you were looking at.
11: Minus 18, Andy. Unacceptable. Um, you know that—that's kind of where I'm looking at it. You know, and and sometimes the plus-minus is skewed. Sometimes it's, you no, know, it is what it is. But you know, minus 18. Boyan even said it to me as well. You know, we could be better uh, as as a group. You know, and I think that's that's really where it's at. Never settling and always trying to find ways to get better. I think tonight, you know, the minus 18 can be brought up. Maybe it's defensively, maybe it's offensively. However it is, I'll go back and look at it and figure it out. But that's where the yikes came from.
5: And then I want to ask, uh, you you sat for a minute or went to the locker room with a back issue of some sort? Kind of what happened there? Yeah,
11: um, I threw the pass to Mike. You know, it just, I don't really know how to describe the feeling, but it's just like when you can't, well, we have to kind of stand straight up. Uh, but I got worked on and, you know, I dunked right after that. So I'm was all right. He's frozen. No, he's not frozen. Other it seemed it. like
5: you had a little bit of extra emotion, especially at the end of the game. You threw the ball up, even hit the scoreboard. What was uh, part of that? Yeah, it's Christmas. It's a Christmas
11: game, man. Like you know, I, I said it in the post game interview, man. Like this, I grew up watching these games from twelve to twelve. <laughs> um, you know, just wanting to be here in this position. Um, I know how I feel about being in the NBA. I've I've said it many times in interviews, but to play on Christmas, it's special. You know, it means one, we're doing something right as a group, as a team, Uh, but as well, it's just an honor, man. It's like the biggest holiday in in sports for us. And, you know, to be able to play on that day, it's extra emotion, extra drive. And I think Ryan asked me the other day, you know, is it, different, you know, when guys are out or whatever. Like, no, man, it's, it's playing on Christmas. My mom's birthday's tomorrow. Got your family in town. Like, you know, this is what you ask for, you know, when you're, you're a kid. It's, it's it's one step shot from the playoffs. You know I mean? Everybody's excited. Everybody's locked in on your game. There's only five of them. And, you know, watching the games leading up, watching guys compete. It's, it's, it's honestly, man, it's like it's, it's truly a blessing. And I'm, I'm, I'm having fun. You know, I think that's the biggest thing, having fun with something that I've wanted to do as a kid. Uh, so to be out there playing on Christmas, you know, I think that's where that drive and passion comes from, <clears throat> and just having a great time doing the game I love on a on a, on a day like today. All
7: right,
2: you know, kind of piggybacking off that a little bit, what does it mean to hear the MVP chance coming from the fans on Christmas Day in a game that means that much to you?
11: Yeah, I missed the free throw, man. That can't happen. If, if I want to be that, can't happen, right? <laughs> nah, but. <clears throat> Like I said, man, it's it's truly a, a blessing to be able to to just have that chant in general. You know, it's not no secret. I'm not gonna say like I don't hear it. You know, it's obvious, but you know, it's the biggest thing is just continuing to find ways to win with the, throughout the team. And my teammates trust me, uh, my coaches trust me, I go out there and try and do what I do on a nightly basis. But on a night like tonight, you hear that. You know, I'm I'm doing my thing. It's it's something as a kid. You know, I wouldn't have dreamed of. You know, so it's it's truly like I said, very appreciative of playing on this day, as you guys can kind of tell, because this is, this is truly special for me, and just to have that happen, I think it's, it's incredible, so I'm thankful, and um, again, yeah, Merry Christmas to, to you all, so thank you.
4: All right, thank you, guys. All right, there you go, that's uh, Donovan Mitchell, and Donovan was really good tonight, but before we get to all that, it is currently after midnight, 12-14, so I think we should take this opportunity to wish Donovan's mother a happy birthday. Ooh. He said it is her birthday tomorrow, that's actually today. Happy birthday to Donovan's mom. And technically, Christmas was yesterday. And technically, Christmas was yesterday. <laughs> so stop wishing. No, I'm just but that's cool. His mom's in town. Gets to see him on Christmas. You can tell that that, uh, that that playing tonight meant a lot to him, and he's obviously looking forward to a little family time. That's really cool. That's yeah. a good nugget to to remember, my my dear friend. Indeed, the, the birthday. How about that? Uh, in, in yeah, it's kind of funny to think uh, Donovan's like hey, playing today on Christmas. Nope. Not so much. That Bob's birthday yesterday. tomorrow. Yeah, uh, Donovan tonight. Thirty-three points, eleven of twenty-six shooting, ten of eleven from the line, three assists, three boards. Uh, you could you could hear he was bothered that he was minus eighteen tonight, which he was in thirty-five minutes, minus eighteen. And Again, he he's right. Plus-minus is is not the most storytelling of
3: stats, but that bugged him. Yeah, and, and it should. Like, I think that's something, you know, stands out to a guy who's competitive. Um, you know, he said it can't happen, which I really like. Uh, but I also, I think it's pretty transparent because, you know, put, put like Russell Westbrook in that position. And he sits down and looks at the thing and said, yikes. And the guy says, why do you, a reporter asks, why did you say yikes? And he'd say, none of your business, right? Mm-hmm. But Donovan actually gets into it. He yeah. tells you. Right. and tells you the truth. And he tells you what the expectation for himself is. And I, I really like the look behind that. That's really good. Donovan, uh, we, I mean, we
4: listen to him after every game. He's always very self-aware. And uh, this whole Jazz team is that way.
3: Where They'll, they'll tell you what's going on. But the, the cool part, you know, to hear how exciting it is for him, how, how much fun he's having, I think we've made that observation. Yep. As things have gotten going better for this team, he's having a good time.
4: All right, we'll have more coming up next. Uh, post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some, share your own. MySubaruIs.com, your final score of Jazz beat the Mavericks tonight, 120 to 116. More straight ahead here on the Jazz Radio Network.
0: Lobster-oo! For you, and will it
4: down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're playing the game right there, courtesy of our buddy David Lock, and brought to you by Larry H Miller Dealerships for Service, Sales, and Selection. LHMauto.com. Driven by you. Jazz win tonight 120 to 116 over the Mavericks. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru featuring the My Subaru Wiz campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Coach, just a quick review for. Maybe a few uh, night, night owls who were just t- tuning into the show. Donovan Mitchell led the way for the Jazz. 33 points, uh, 11 of 26 shooting. Donovan, 1 of 7 from 3, but 10 of 11 at the line. Um, Bogdanovich really good tonight, 25 points. He continues to be good. He's been red hot, 4 of 8 from 3, 9 of 14 from the field. Uh, Mike Conley, 22 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Just a, a dynamite game, certainly, from Mike Conley. Rudy with 10 and 11 to go along with 2 blocks. A couple of steals. Jordan Clarkson had 12, eight boards, and four assists coming in off the bench. Rudy was our master of the glass tonight, uh, Coach, but it's not every game that we can say that Jordan Clarkson wasn't far off. Only three short of the master of the glass for Jordan tonight.
3: He's the mini master. The mini master of the, glass. the Jedi mini master tonight because um, he's always got just the – he uses the force. You know, he the, does. The Jedi, Jedi force.
4: Uh, Jordan was uh, was really good as as we said before. He was well. Joe Ingles was a team high plus twenty four tonight, but uh, Jordan Clarkson uh, was plus twenty two. Rudy Gay plus nineteen. The bench and you would expect going up against a shorthanded Mavs team, the bench giving them a lift.
3: Yeah, that's that's where you have your advantage, and you love having those veteran guys yep. that that really go in there and understand when a game like this is being played, how to get it back in control.
4: For the Mavs, they got 27 apiece from Chris Stapps, Porzingis, and Jalen Brunson, as both those guys uh, were very good, um, and you would expect them to be. They were they were kind of the two real rotational players that were still left on this roster, and they they certainly played well. Frank Nilekina, uh normally kind of a defensive-type dude. He had 17 points tonight, four boards, and an assist. And then uh, Brandon Knight uh, taking advantage of getting a little playing time, coming in off the bench uh, with 10 points, three assists and uh, two boards for Brandon Knight, one of those guys who gets on the hardship
3: 10-day contract and maybe gets a chance to play his way back into the league. Which is cool. I mean, that's the, you know, this is a tough thing to go through, but always good in it. And, you know, we've seen a couple guys kind of have great nights that uh, would really need to have them. So it's it's great to see some good things happen for these guys.
4: All right, Coach Lacombe, on this now day after Christmas, let's get a few final thoughts from you.
3: Um, you know, I think you can get caught up in all the 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 fact that well, the Jazz should have blown this team out or, or whatever. But the most important thing is again, they win the game. Um and, and they understand that, you know, the game's gonna come and go, it's gonna ebb and flow. But their um just to me, their resolve to win the game was really impressive. Uh I, I agree with you, Boyan's been really good. Watched him in warm ups tonight, he he hardly missed, literally. Um, he's just been playing great. But overall, you know, most important thing is the Jazz win. They don't lose those back-to-back games. We're on a really long winning streak right now. And uh, so it's just figuring out how to manage these short, you know, staffed teams. And hopefully, again, the Jazz can keep having good luck with the COVID stuff.
4: All right, we want to say a big thanks to the whole crew working Christmas tonight, of course, uh, starting with David Locke and Ron Boone. Thanks to those guys for their help. The broadcast assistants who worked with us tonight, Jeff Carroll, executive producer of Jazz Game Nine. Thanks to the title sponsor of the post game, that's Mark Miller Subaru, and the My Subaru is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at MySubaruIs.com. And of course, Tim, Merry Christmas, my friend. It was uh, fun spending a uh, little Christmas time with you, buddy. I'm already thinking about the new year. It's a week away. It well, is a week less away. Less than a week away. And four jazz games before the new year. Well, three jazz games and then one on New Year's Day. One on, yeah. So The four jazz games coming up in the next week. So Okay, it's be we, a busy
3: we will make the best of it. We always do.
4: Uh, Our next broadcast is coming your way on Monday night. The Jazz will be on the road taking on the San Antonio Spurs. Tip-off will be at 6.30. Pre-game will begin at 5.30. And, of course, you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.